we're heading to Ruatoria, joined by local pilot Mahanga Maru, who has spent the last few days flying over the devastation around Tairawhiti and Hawke's Bay. Kia ora, Mahanga. Tēnā koe e hoa. Kia ora. Kia ora tato. Tēnā koe. It's good to hear your voice. <laughs> Thank you. And it's good to have phone contact with you too, eh? Absolutely. We've been off grid for a wee while, but fortunately the um, downer guys and girls and other people have been working hard to get communications up and running. You wouldn't believe how difficult it is when you have to drive from A to B to pass on a message in a civil emergency. But we're grateful we've got technology working and there's still a few problems in different places, but we're, we're back on we're back on air, so to speak. Where are you right now? Where are you speaking with us from? I'm calling you from the Ruatoria Domestic Airport in Ruatoria. Um, I'm standing here uh, looking into the night sky. It's gorgeous. You wouldn't think a week ago, Susanna, that the, many of the trauma of Tafiri Mati arrived uh, in Aotearoa and in Hawke's Bay. So yeah, it's a lovely evening. It's very peaceful and quiet and very tranquil. It's, this is one of those questions that I always get annoyed about, but I'm about to ask it myself. Can you just describe for us how it's been this past week since Gabriel arrived? Is there any way um, to do that? Could you try, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it's been tough. It's been tough. I think um, uh, we we were here on the coast relatively lucky, and I say that in the context of of what I've seen and observed uh, in in Nahuriri and Hawke's Bay and scaled um, by contrast but we're very lucky um, nobody lost their lives here um, people here are used to events where there is no power and road closures and so forth so I think Tairawhiti Civil Defence did a great job of preparing the communities for the uh, for the tropical cyclone so we, everyone was aware of the impact it would have but notwithstanding that it's still difficult when State Highway 35 has been knocked out and that bridge at uh, North of Tolaga Bay will be gone for a long period of time. So the implications of of road closure, well, losing State Highway 35, and then uh, we've had a lot of silt and land damage here. Fences and farmers are, um, had, had, have to deal with that. They're going to have to deal with that for a long time. So I think we're going to have a, a long tail of how the coast responds to that. Um, if I think about Ahuriri, Kahunanu, Hawke's Bay, uh, it's terrible. I just you know what you see down there is is uh, traumatic for the people, and uh, they're very, very. Um, yeah, it's very, it's tough. It's just tough. Uh, I know, I know. You know, Kiwis uh, we're all human, but the devastation and the trauma that those people have experienced is, um, um, yeah, it's terrible, really. You're the founder of Air Ruatoria, and you're born and raised in. Ruatoria, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm homegrown. And have you been able to get up into the sky? I know that I said that in the intro, but then I just thought, heck, I didn't actually check with you if you have been able to get in the air. Yes, I've, I've been flying since we were able to. I think that was uh, Wednesday or Thursday last week. Might have been Thursday, losing track of time. But yeah, as soon as the weather um, cleared, I was um, doing some flying and, and uh um, took media um, around the, the area, and, which was great because they could talk to local people and get the local stories 
uh, Tukumari Bay and Rotori and Tolaga. So, uh, but I was able to see Sydney here very quickly. Um, what we um, the impact was, and I, I'm quite handy with cell phone and iPhone, and took a lot of videos and footage and being able to post it, which has been really helpful because whānau living elsewhere can see for, for themselves what the impact is. Um, more recently, I've spent time down at Hawke's Bay. I brought some young ladies back, some students from Hokurere at the weekend, who were delighted to see their parents, but um, obviously down there there was still lots of uh, water damage and salt and mud, and, and uh, police and others are working through the process of identifying or locating people that are missing. Um, so, so I think when I look at both locations, um, we we dodged the bullet here, um, and the impact is very significant down south. Speaking about your community right now in Ruatoria, is the aid getting through, and what's needed there? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, um, I think um, you had a, had a person on uh, with you last night, just talking about that from Tony Air Club. So. Uh, it's been fantastic, the support we've received. Um, <clears throat> we've had Kai gifted from Ngāti to a civil defence. All sorts of people have been offering money, um, aircraft, anything. It's the, the generosity of people uh, is just very humbling. Uh, and that's across the board. So, And it's still ongoing. People are still texting me and asking me, uh, oh, bro, can we come down and what can we bring? And <laughs> Which is so uh, so warm and and uh, and humbling at the same time because um, you know there are others in need in other parts of the country. So generosity has been fantastic. There was a good example on Sunday. I think the Downer guys were working and it was pretty hot here, and they were working to get the commons up and running. And uh, a local couple, both retired, um, popped in and called called on the guys and who were sitting under a tree and bought them a cup of tea and a biscuit and uh, and I had a chat to them. Um, another great example today, I was in Gisborne and a lady popped into the Tairawhiti rescue hangar and um, made fresh scones hmm. uh, for the pilots. And of course, I leaned into that opportunity. Um, <laughs> so it was lovely because her daughter is a nurse in Hawke's Bay helping those people. So we've been blessed, Susanna, with you know the kindness and the generosity of people from, from across Aotearoa, no doubt overseas, um, as a result of uh, this event. Is there any need that you've been seeing that's not being addressed or that can be supported more by those of us who are not in Tairawhiti and Hawke's Bay? I think I think all of the the response stuff has been great and we've received lots of, as I said, food and clothing and all sorts of things and money is being offered. But, but I'll share with you um, a wee story. Well, it's not a story, but uh, an experience I had today. I flew uh, back home here with a relative of mine and she was rather anxious about her property uh, nearby which had, um, which dodged uh, really the flood but significant flooding and salt damage uh, and we orbited her property and she was she she had a tonguey she was crying she hadn't been back since she left and um, I just um, realized that you know how impactful this thing is from an emotional and, and probably psychological perspective on all of us. At one level, if you're seeing and working with, you know, these sorts of events, mud, silt, so forth, infrastructure damage, but when it comes down to the individual and, the, you know, their own property and the history at that particular whānau house, it really struck me and uh, um, I leaned over and gave her a hug and um, gave her a kiss after we landed because she was 
clearly upset by what she'd seen. So I think to your question, uh, you know, I think there, there is a psychological impact to these events and I hope that people seek the support and the help that's available and perhaps it's an area that needs to be addressed, but I'm not an expert. No, but you are a local and it's so nice to be able to speak with you and I do look forward to checking in with you again or the, you know, making sure that others do check in with you um, as as the time passes. Eh? What do the next few days hold for you? Um, thank you, Suzanne. And thank you to RNZ and all the media that, that uh, have come here to hear our story and, and, and those in other areas. Um, I'm, I mean, our roads are closed essentially to the south, Tupuya and Tukumaru Bay, Tukumaru Bay in particular is, is cut off, so I'm busy bearing Farno to and from, from Gisborne. Um, that's uh, normally a one hour 40, one hour 50 drive to Gisborne, but with the road closure just north of Tolaga Bay, it means if you drive from Rotoria, for example, around to Gisborne, it's a good five and a half five to five and a half hours. So mm. yeah, the next next few days uh, I'm just working uh working here, just taking people backwards and forwards and supporting uh the civil defence response and community response. Um which is cool. You know, I'm very lucky to be in a position that I can do that and and uh, help my people. <laughs> Ngamahi nui mahanga, wishing you and your whānau and your community all the best. And thank you so much for your kōrero tonight. Tēnā koe, ngamahi nui ki Aotearoa whānui. Ai, pō mārie.